0: Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tate Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. So friends, there used to be a joke back in the day that said, um, whenever I'm on the plane, I want a seat next to the black box. And the punchline is that they always find the black box, right? Whenever there's a plane crash. But um, And for those of you who don't know what the black box is, let me explain. So on planes, they have this device. It's known as the black box. And it records data. So um, it's not just crashes. So let's say a plane has a lot of turbulence. What they can do is they can gather the data from that point when the plane had the turbulence. And they can figure out from the weather patterns or whatever, what was going on that caused the plane to shake so much. The black box uh, gives data. In actuality, what the black box does, you can get, it's an analysis after the fact of when something happens, right? Uh, It tells you what happened when something went wrong, why it went wrong. Kind of like the song by LTD, right? Remember that song? Where did we go wrong? LTD, that's for people uh, 50 and older. Anyway, you have a device called the black box. But friends, honestly, more money is allocated in budgets, in the R&D budget, to to trying to find safety technology before the fact. Okay. A few years ago, I I used to work for FedEx a long time ago. And I had the opportunity to uh, go on one of their simulators, the same ones the pilots use. And I had the opportunity to fly a 747. I got to tell you, if you didn't know that you were in a simulator, you would actually believe you were in a 747 and if i told you i was flying you to paris and i kept you on there long enough you would actually believe you were flying to paris it is that realistic but during the flight on the simulator there's an the the instrument panel will tell you certain things it will say hey you need to pull up or you need to you know uh decrease your altitude whatever it is as far as safety measures as far as preventative measures right It tells you what you need to do to make yourself safer. So let's talk about something more familiar that you're more familiar with, your cars. Okay. so when cars first came out, they were just cars. There were no safety issues, really just drove your car. And then someone said, you know what? We need to make cars safer. So they came up with the idea of, say, like seatbelts, right? And, 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 And airbags. Now, seat belts and airbags, they never prevented you from having an accident. They were there to help you survive the accident, right? And so R&D, they improved, they kept putting more money into research, and they said, you know what, what we need to do is we need to actually come up with preventative uh, technologies, right? And so they came up with other things to try to prevent you from having an accident. So they came up with things such as, we have things such as backup cameras now, right? We have adaptive cruise control. Um, I have that in my car, uh, which is if if I'm in cruise control and my car comes up and I think it's three lengths of another car, it will automatically slow down, right? We have some cars that will automatically parallel park your car, right? Um, Friends, let me tell you something. I was at Starbucks last weekend and uh, this guy had bought this car. I, I I had seen this car. I had never seen one in person and I was talking to the guy And one of the safety devices on this car is the car knows your patterns, right? And if you're driving and you're like swaying or you're decreasing and increasing your speed, the car sends out uh, an icon on your dashboard, uh, a cup of coffee. And it asks you, do you need coffee? Because it's trying to prevent you from falling asleep. Right. We're, so our technologies now are more about preventative measures. And a lot of cars have these and they're not million dollar cars. They're normal cars. If you remember about a year and a half ago, uh, Tiger Woods was in that car accident. He was in a Hyundai and it went down the hill and uh, he ended up smashing in tr- into a tree and they had a black box in the car and the black box said exactly what happened that they it knew that he had swerved at a certain point. And it knew that he actually tried to hit the brakes before he hit the tree, right? The black box. And then it said certain things the car did to try to prevent him from getting into the accident. Preventative measures, right? So what's your point, Tate, right? We know about planes. Now we know about cars. You know, friends, I wish during my life I had used more preventative measures instead of waiting to after the fact when I had to use the black box, right? I wish I had done more just walking away for the moment, which is a preventative tactic. And, and, and I would have to come back a little bit later once the plane landed on the ground when I was in certain situations with family members and friends and relationships. Friends, I may be incorrect, but I think that more friendships more family relationships, I think more marriages would still be intact if you had that conversation on Wednesday instead of Monday, if you had given it a cooling off period, if you had certain safety prevention measures in your life before you decided to engage in that argument. You know, one of the most incorrect false limericks we learned growing up is what? Sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never... Friends, you know the rest. Words, people, my friends, words are nuclear. And I'm not saying to ignore what you disagree with or to accept bad behavior. What I am saying is this. You don't have to let everyone know right then and right there at this very minute at this very second how you feel what you gotta I just gotta tell them they gotta know no friends again let the plane land first and do the analysis before you engage and and honestly some of us we need to be careful when we just have to give a person a piece of our mind because honestly a lot of us don't have a lot of mind to give so friends today's song uh comes from Lynn Manuel Miranda and I gotta tell you a little story about this I had one of our younger guests contact me and they said you know what why'd you ever do a song that I know and I said okay well tell me what is a popular song that uh that's that's out right now for your age group right and they said uh, I love the song we don't talk about Bruno and I said, honestly, I never heard of this song. We don't talk about Bruno, right? So I call my grandkids. I say, hey, have you guys ever heard this song? We don't talk about Bruno. And they're like, yeah. Oh my God, yes. Oh yeah, we know all the words. And so I said, okay, well. And then I went to another set of kids. I went to my kids and I said, hey, do you guys know this? Yes, we know the song. So thank you for the suggestions. The words I think are very appropriate. And they go, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno, but Bruno says it looks like rain. Why did he tell us? In doing so, he floods my brain. Abuela, get the umbrellas. Married in a hurricane. What a joyous day. But anyway, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Not today. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.